one. I'm Jamie, a.k.a. Scumboy. I'm Andrew Walsh, a.k.a. Bat Phantom. I'm Kevin, a.k.a. Neon Nazgul, from the Operation Pug Podcast. A proud member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Check out all the podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 319 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast, recorded live on Sunday, July 8th, 2018. It's that one where all of Chris's technology fails him 30 minutes before the show starts. And also, we give you a good thwacking. <laughs> he gave himself a good thwacking. I did. My heel still hurts. Those of you that saw the pre-show witnessed the look of just pain on my face as I rammed the top of my heel into my chair, and it hurt. Yeesh. I would say your ankle. Well, I mean, it wasn't quite the ankle. It's like where the ankle meets the heel. What is that? The the hankle? No, that's not a thing. Well, there's cankles. Why can't we have hankles? Because it's not a thing. I'm making it. <laughs> where are you getting the H from is what I want to know. Well, heel? C-A and then heel. Oh, yeah, heel. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I thought you were stealing it from Wayne because he never uses them. <laughs> there are extras lying around. Yeah, there are a few spare H's lying around. Like thousands of them. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. And I'm sad to say I didn't get to see Ant-Man yet, so uh, please hit me with all of your criticism right now so we can continue the show. I don't want to spoil it for you. I'm going to take my oh. goddamn headphones off and just walk away. And you know just it's week one. For an hour. You know it's week one. It's no spoilers. That's right. Don't, don't I got try, no criticism. Don't try yeah, me, Willie. I'll take these headphones off and walk away. I will say Peyton Reed did a damn fine job of copying the action and the funny from the first one, but this one doesn't feel like an Edgar Wright film, so you can tell that like Edgar Wright yeah. didn't write this one. You can tell Peyton Reed did this like on his own, and it still is as funny. It just it doesn't have the Edgar Wright tone to it. But it's still, it was damn funny. The action sequences were great. And what they did with the Michael Pena telling a story thing was fucking hilarious. Because you knew he had to tell a story again. But yeah, they did. They used it as part of a plot device and made it even fucking funnier. It, it was so good. That's fantastic. Yeah, like and I said, two, I, haven't, I haven't gotten to see singers. it. But if you two get, singers. But if you get the chance, um, they, they do the Honest Trailers and things like that. Screen Junkies did an Honest Trailers review of the first one with Peyton Reed, where he started talking about what aspects of Ant-Man mm-hmm. came from Edgar Wright, what aspects came from him. I haven't gotten to watch the whole thing yet, but pretty interesting if you want to get an idea of how Peyton Reed kind of took what was given to him, kept the good stuff, or kept what Marvel thought was the good stuff, and then continued to kind of put his own flavor onto the movie. Which makes sense. But yeah, it was, it was one of the questions I had going into this one was how much of Edgar Wright not being there was going to change this one. But yeah, uh, Peyton Reed, I, he's definitely a talented dude. It was really well written, well directed. It was a good movie. And it's he wants, fun. And he wants to direct scene Fantastic on the Fantastic Four. Oh, I would, I would watch Wait, that. Wait, which one? Uh, well, assuming Marvel gets it back, whenever Marvel one. Oh, oh, I thought you said he worked on No, he wants to direct the Fantastic yeah. Four. That would be worth seeing. He does the the quantum realm stuff really well. So, the whatever information he handed down to the CGI kids to create the quantum realm, it looked cool. So, I, I could see him sending a team into the negative zone. It, it could be a fun comic book movie. It'd be cool. 
I'm for it. Willie, did you get to see it already? Yes, sir. Did you debox it? Nope, I IMAXed it. Oh, was it worth it for IMAX? Because I deboxed the first movie, and I was like, this wasn't really worth the deboxing. Wait, so an IMAX is Ant-Man life-size? Trying to figure out how that works on a 30-foot screen. Please, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a true IMAX where it has the, you know, the the big, you know, the actual size IMAX screen. Wait, you got Hillbilly IMAX, too? So like a cardboard it's wall, only no, only twelve feet tall, but it still has that same uh, the the <laughs> quality of resolution. It still has that. So yeah, it's not like one of the giant IMAX ones, but it's one of like the IMAX certified independent ones or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's how I saw dark, a few of the Batman movies and stuff like that up in Pittsburgh because I didn't and they like... also have very nice seats. Do they? What makes the seats so nice? Do they just cushion your bottom perfectly? Well, this theater is a little weird. Because every every room in the theater, except for the uh, IMAX one, is reclinable. Has recliners in it. This one, no recliners, but the seats are nice and cushy. They they, they like rock back. They have a little rocker part to it where you can just lean back into it. Yeah, very nice. Uh, but in the uh, so I always have two theaters I either go to. One that has the D box, one that has the IMAX screen. Both about the same distance so it's not that bad i wish i had d box or imax close to me i gotta drive about 50 60 minutes up the road to get to that that's not too bad i gotta drive an hour and a half to get to a true imax yeah but see the thing is i can go to stadium seating in a pretty nice theater that's like 10 minutes from my house and 10 minutes wins out aren't they all kind of stadium seating well, yeah, I mean, th- we're past the day and age where most things don't have stadium seating. However, there is an older theater oh, God. down the road. It's called a Tiger Valley Cinemas, and it's old school theater. It's been there forever. It's got like eight screens in it, and it's just like an old school movie theater. It's not the stadium seating, but the coolest thing ever that they do, well, two. First of all, their tickets are dirt cheap. It's like five bucks for a ticket. And second of all, if it says the movie starts at 3.30, then the movie starts at 3.30, not the previews, which is kind of cool. Oh, I usually, I'm usually late. I'm like, oh, don't worry. I got 15 minutes of trailers. I hate you people. Why? Why? I didn't do anything. No, Willie, his <laughs> type of people. He's going <laughs> late like... to the fucking movie. I wanted, I wanted Alamo Draft House here where they locked the fucking doors at start time so no one could come in. Whoa. I went to see Incredibles. Everybody that sat in front of me was polite. One group sat over here to the side. One group sat over here to the side. 15 minutes worth of trailers. Then a ten-minute cartoon plays, and then a fucking family of six walks in as the movie started, which means you're twenty-five fucking minutes late, and they sit directly in front of me. Asshole people. Well, I mean, in my defense, I I'm usually at the theater at the time it starts. I'm like, I've seen these trailers. I've already seen all these goddamn trailers, and I don't make a lot of noise and everything, and I don't get right next to people. Usually, the times I choose are when it's not a lot of people. Willie actually sits behind them and goes, "Hey, hey, what I miss?" Is no, actually, <laughs> no, because I'm never there. I'm always there before the movie actually starts. Because I'm getting tired of 20 minutes of fucking trailers before a goddamn. On movie. top of all the random commercials they shove in front of it too before the movie starts. Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen any of those commercials because yeah. I'm never there. It's starting to get ridiculous. The thing that really annoyed me is we went to go see Infinity War on Thursday night. I can't remember if I talked about it on here or not, but like we got there early to get good seats. They didn't start the movie till late. 
they left the lights on in there because people were still filing in 10 minutes late. And then the movie theater people come in and go, well, if there's a seat open next to you, you guys got to shift down. I was like, no, I don't. They're 10 minutes late. If they can't sit together, it's their own fucking yeah. fault. I picked Fuck my seats people. so I'd be center line on everything. I'm not moving anywhere. Hold on a second. You said you went Thursday night? Well, when the premiere came for Infinity War, yes. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. I thought you meant with Thursday, and you had to worry about people shuffling, <laughs> like uh, the theater going to be full. I mean, sure. I mean, but now, no, like, and they left the lights on in the theater through half the previews too, because people were still wandering in. I'm like, it's a Thursday night premiere. What the fuck are you doing, showing up 15 minutes late to a movie? Yeah, that's ridiculous. And then the, the one that really irked me was you guys got to you guys got to shuffle down so people can fit in. I was like, no, I don't. They made yeah, the no. mistake of coming late to a movie. They can deal with it. And if you're going to make me move, you better just refund my ticket because I'm walking out because that's dumb. Well, here's my question: Did that moment ever arise when they, they asked you? They did not ask me to move. There were about three to the left of me. There was an open seat, and I figured they were trying to shuffle people around, but they did not. And did you actually say that part out loud to anybody other than the person you were probably with? I said it aloud to the person I was with when the guy was standing in the aisle right next to us. So they're the only one. Oh, so you said it loud. I said it loud enough they would hear me. Hold on a second. Why is there an aisle right next to you if you're in the middle? Well, I mean, it was like eight seats out or whatever, nine seats out. But it was close enough. And you know me. I'm not exactly quiet. i'm blessed with the voice that carries in a room so uh yeah they can suck goddamn dick if they They think i'm gonna move they can suck my dick if they think i'm gonna move that's the only way yeah i mean it was west virginia and this is the way we do things (laughs) yeah probably you're gonna be sucking my dick (laughs) uh it was frustrating that was it was one of the dumbest wait wait hold on a second let me make it better this is West Virginia. They think they can mess me around. They're going to have to thwack my dick around. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> to thwack your dick around? Willie, what in Willie the you win. Fuck? You just won. <laughs> You're the winner. Thank you. Thank you. you. Sometimes, sometimes it takes two or three takes to get the perfect, just the perfect one. <laughs> I don't even know where to go from here, so I'm just going to do the awkward thing and hit the damn button. How's that sound? Well, you know what's even more awkward? Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. I imagine it's more awkward to get played off by a bump introducing the news of the week, which is that part of the show where we run down was in our minds the most interesting geeky or nerdy news to have popped up in the past week. But Willie, what were you thinking was awkward? Oh, I was going to say I don't have the uh the chat up because something like took away all when I tried to open up a new window and try to put in your thing for the pop-out thing, it just wasn't showing up. I'm like, god, I'm quite so I start typing twitch.tv/spite I don't know what comes after the Spidey 616 shit. Nothing. Uh, It'll take no, you right to the Twitch the page. Pop-out. No, for the pop-out. Oh, I think it's like slash chat slash pop-out. I'm not sure. Because I had it exactly where it would just do that and it would just have the pop-out perfect. Like, I don't gosh. know. Let's find out. I mean, I guess I could do it while you... Someone else go with their news of the week while I work on this. I mean, uh, I can do it. It just takes start time. Us out. 
and annoying. Are we gonna like, start with me? People. All right. Well, people I mean, we don't have to. I'll go. I'll go. Everyone's annoying. I, I got it's bad two billion news, people. So. We'll start with. I don't mine. think we want to start with the sad news. All so. right, we'll go with me. We pretend yeah. to be cranky old men, draftsmen. We are cranky old men over here. So Fuck yeah. Uh, Do you see the gray in this beard, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> So let's talk about Reddit today. Have you guys heard of r slash Thanos did nothing wrong over on Reddit? Because he no, didn't do anything wrong. But I want to. So r slash Thanos did something. nothing wrong is dedicated to the Avengers arch nemesis. And they have announced that on July 9th, in honor of Thanos' ultimate goal, destroying half the world's population, they will ban half their members. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so the the person running that subreddit's going to ban half the members of the subreddit. Exactly. There have been a few nice! other... Nice! There's some new uh, subreddits that have popped up, like r slash in the soul stone and things like that, where people have decided that when they get banned from here, because they are literally going to go in and ban half the people, even though there are people currently signing up right now to try and get banned. Their signups have gone ridiculous, people registering to join that subreddit. They are going nice. to ban half of it. There's approximately 20,000 subscribers when the idea first popped up. I don't remember how many there are now. I will take a look here in a second as we're doing this. But it took a little bit of uh, engineering and convincing for this to happen. <laughs> I'm pulling up reddit.com slash r slash Thanos did nothing wrong. And maybe it'll load here in a second. We can see their current count. There are 506,000 subscribers there right now. So they're going to get rid wow. of half of them on the upcoming soon. Wait, and when the Polygon article was done, there were 210,000 members. Well, this is so, when it first started, when the idea first started, rather, for banning everyone. And now there's 500,000. <laughs> now there's 500,000. I um, kid you not, a lot of awesome. people have been signing up. There's been a, uh, there was a lot of conversation they had to have before they were allowed to do it, because it would be the biggest mass banning on Reddit history if they decided to do it before they finally got approval. They actually did put it up to vote in the subreddit itself, or overwhelmingly the users thumbs up the idea of doing it. So it's a self-inflicted purge. It received 150,000 upvotes, the original idea. Um, guess what? What's that? I've, I've been, I've been, uh, subscribed to that subreddit. Have you? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Are you going to get purged? I, do you think? I don't know. I mean, it's half and half. Who knows? I just subscribed to the subreddit. I'm about to actually as well. <laughs> and when did you, I forget when did you say it was happening? July 9th is what I'm told. Oh, nice. And they got a nice thread going about a uh, Jim Starlin, who for people that don't know, the reason y'all think Thanos is a badass is Jim Starlin. I think he's also, a little bitch. He also currently has a Kickstarter going with a lot of his original art from when he created Thanos. Which is uh, pretty cool to check out. On for, I think it's uh, Ominous Press is doing a black book of a black book of his art, like they did uh, Bart Sears and so Andy Smith. When this article was published on the third of July, there were two hundred and ten thousand members in the subreddit, so you can get an idea of how much that's grown in less than a week. They did have to get permission to do it because it was, like I said, the largest mass. It will be rather the largest mass banning, and they did create a bot that is going to allow them to do this. So hopefully, it's not just a bunch of users having to go in there and click ban, ban, ban. On half the people, there is a bot that will randomly determine whether you are banned or not on July 9th. The original plan had been to do it on July 3rd when the Reddit admin team went, this is a bad idea before a holiday to do a mass banning this large that we've <laughs> never done before. Because if something goes wrong, we're in trouble. 
Oh, so it's tomorrow. It is tomorrow. Yep. Watch, why do you keep saying July 9th when it's just say tomorrow? Because July 9th is tomorrow. Tomorrow was July 9th. And some people might read or might listen to this later, and the date would be helpful. I guess so. Not everybody watches us live, Willie. So if you are watching right now and you want to figure out whether you will survive, please feel free to subscribe to <laughs> reddit.com slash r slash Thanos did nothing wrong. If when I get banned, does that mean I can't can be back on the show? No. Because after no, all, what, what a missed opportunity, Chris. As of tomorrow, <laughs> July 9th, everything will be perfectly balanced as all things should be, guys. As all things should be. As all things should be. Uh, fingers crossed that we all survive Thanos' snap because I do believe <laughs> I just subscribed. So that's all three of us, and we'll have to report nice. back next week as to whether we survived or not. This will be the first subreddit I've been banned from because I'm no longer an internet troll. Nice. I've never been banned from a subreddit. Then again, I've only ever posted on like three, so I don't spend much time on Reddit. I read it too much now, but I'm okay with I that. do have a profile, but yeah, I'm not on there often. And the odds say that there's three of us. At least one of us should live through the purge. One and a half of us should. And then the other one and a half should not. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. Shut up, Willie. <laughs> hey, this is gonna don't come over there and thwack your hankle. Shut up, Willie. <laughs> Are you going to try and turn that stupid. into a new button? No. I'm just going to say shut uh, up, Willie, a lot. That's fair. You're here. I'm here. So you can just say it. I mean, I could just do this. Shut up, uh, Willie. That didn't work very well. Sorry. No, not at all. <laughs> I tried. That's but not perfectly you know balanced. That's just wishful thinking. Do you know what really works? I know exactly what you were looking at when you said that. <sighs> what was I looking at? No, not you. Uh, anyway, do you know what is actually perfect to put back to back? There's two voice lines in Overwatch when you're Soldier 76. One of them is knock, knock. The other one is when he goes, knock, knock. Get off my lawn, you young punks. <laughs> are you Those are story? perfect back to back. Because there's two separate voice lines. Why is there one him going knock, knock? I don't know. See, I used to get off my long, long young punks and then the emote of Soldier laughing because he laughs at his own jokes because they're dad jokes. Uh, do you have him in the uh, the, that, uh, the cooking grill one where he's cooking? No, I don't, the I, don't, I don't have the barbecue outfit yet. Uh, I think that's only. I don't think that one was. You have to be during some kind of anniversary or not anniversary uh, event going on to get it. I forget which one. I think it was Summer Games. That just means they'll all come back around again on the anniversary. Yeah, you got a year. When everything's available. Save up my tokens until then. Yeah, I keep getting all these goddamn duplicates. <laughs> I'm getting tired of this bullshit. All these duplicates in this goddamn box. That's all right. Come September, I'll never play Overwatch again because I'll have Spider Man. Yeah, but Spider Man, you'll you'll eventually beat. And I would assume that Overwatch would still be there. Spider Man is an open world sandbox, which means I can play it forever. You know what else (laughs) is an open world sandbox and, you know, I don't really play anymore? Spider Man 2 for the PS2. I played that for a while. Actually, I just fired up Web of Shadows a bit ago and finished beating it for like the sixth time. That's not open world. It's pretty open. When you're outside of the storyline, it's fairly open world. So, babe, about our relationship. Yeah, it's pretty open. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. 
So, Willie, what do you got for us for news? I did. Bachman, you heard me say that, right? When did I said I, I don't have say, any no noise. Why don't you go while I yeah. pull this stuff up and find something or something? Better. Yeah, pull up the chat. <laughs> I pulled it up. I got the chat right here. So here's Willie's news. He's a goddamn slacker. Apparently, I woke up five minutes after you sent out this invite. <laughs> Here, you go, Five I'll look for after. something since that's what we're doing. No, no, that's okay, Willie. No, no, you go. I'll, I'll find, find you some news. I'll find I'm you gonna some news. I'm going to find myself some goddamn news. Here's some you news. Go. Willie no, woke Chris, up. You go. It's a miracle. You motherfucker. <laughs> You're a goddamn son of a bitch, and you know it. That's all right. We don't need Willie's news. I got two news stories anyway, so. Well, here, I got something for you. Here's a news story for you. I I got this just for you. News is a relative term here. Today I learned Adam West and Frank Gorshin were kicked out of an orgy because they were determined to stay in character as Batman and the Riddler. Mm-hmm. That's some news for you. That's a story that Ralph Garman told a while ago on Hollywood Babylon. One of the things when they were talking about the the legend that is Adam West after he died. It's like, motherfucker got kicked out of a Hollywood orgy for staying in character. Because that's now, how awesome Adam fucking West was. Now, Adam West doing it. Dubina's Batman. That's one thing. Because his Batman you know, was pretty... But the Riddler? That dude is a little too high-wired for an uh, orgy. I mean, you have to be pretty high-wired. But I'm saying, you know, the whole like... Woo-hoo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> there, you happy, Chris? News of the week. I'm happy. Thank you so much for giving us a news story. <laughs> I hope you thwack your goddamn ankle more and more and more as the day goes on. You know I hope what? you break your ankle. He's cursing that's, you with repeated thwacks. That's not very nice. I could say it's so. I could not. wish ill will upon you right now, but I would feel bad, so I won't. You remember that movie Thinner? Well, guess what? Thwack! He keeps this up. I'm going to have to say something mean. Do it. You, Do it! You I want you to see. I want, I want to see Chris made Willie cry. It's. You know what? I do have emotions. I'm not going to make him cry, but I'm just going to say something mean. That, that might be hurtful. I'll be mean. So, Willie, you better be nice to me. Be <laughs> well, nice. I mean, I'm only giving what I'm getting. Wait, what? Mm. You heard me. I don't understand. Neither does he. Do you? How, how much of the stuff I say do you actually understand anyway? And this is the one you're going to get caught up on? 13% on a good day. <laughs> and this is the one you're going to get caught up on. Yes. Chris, Apparently. go the news of the week. I already did my news of the week. He, it's Anthony's turn. This was the first one you bought on. I'm the only one that's actually had news so far. Wait for you to shut up so we can do mine. I want Chris to do another goddamn news of the week is what I'm trying to All say. All right, here's my news of the week. <laughs> Willie admitted he didn't wake up on time for the show today, and that's why he has no news for you guys. He is slacking and does not care about you, the listener slash viewer of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. So Willie has just spit upon you all. No, not really. Because Willie is a fucking slacker. Well, no, it's not like I look for my news right before the show anyway. I mean, oh, that's so only about, really that's only no about 13% of the time, Chris. <laughs> Seriously. Otherwise, I already have news ready to go. I'm like, all right, I saved. I've got it. I've got it. Boom, boom. So I can look at it back forth. Boom. He said snooze, right, Chris? You heard that? He I said did. he had snooze ready to go. I yeah. heard he snoozed. Oh, I did yeah. not. I did not hit no snooze button. Willie's Willie got snooze is ready to go. You know what, Bachman? Mm-hmm. 
I'm what? happy you missed those games when we got 11 wins straight in a row. That's all right. I did like six wins in a row last night by my damn self. Thank Jumping you, in as a solo. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I had a 19 kill streak with Torbjorn. It was amazing. That is always fun. I ruined a team. <laughs> hey, Bachman. <laughs> yeah, what, Willie? Why don't you do what Chris can't do and make me cry with your sad, sad news? All right. We will start off with the sad news first and then go to the good news. Nice transition. So um, I'm going to go with two t- uh, two tweets first and then the article. Here's here's the one that I like the most. Dr. Octopus, Shade, Creeper, Chameleon, Wong, Scorpion, Clea, Sandman, Harry Osborn, The Ancient One, Flash Thompson, Speedball, The Question, Aunt May, Hawk and Dove, Squirrel Girl, Blue Beetle, Gwen Stacy, Baron Mordo, Green Goblin, Dormammu, J. Jonah Jameson, Eternity, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man. They all have one thing in common. They were all created or co-created by Steve Ditko. This one guy worked and created all of those characters. Sadly, Steve Ditko passed away. Uh, it looks like it was somewhere at the end of June. Um, his body wasn't found until a couple days later because he uh, was kind of known as a recluse in New York. Uh, people referred to him as the J.D. Salinger of comics. He basically never saw, never sought the spotlight. He co-created what might be the most famous character in the world. Him and Stanley together made The Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Fantasy number 15, um, which, amazingly enough, was after... Uh, Jack the King Kirby took a shot at it and nobody liked his design. It's one of those characters where actually, you know, one of the best creators in comics tech basically failed. Jack Spider-Man was a goofy looking like action adventure kid with a pistol and goggles and they didn't like that. So they took the idea over to a uh, Ditko and Ditko did, you know, it threw his magic down and created a blue and red suit and a scrawny little teenage kid that has made what eight different, um, films umpteen comic book series has a comic running in the 800s now and will probably outlast all of us um he definitely he left his bark on the world and uh one of the things one of the other quotes that i loved was um jmd mateus put up a tweet um if you don't know him he's a writer on a ton of great comic book stories and in his tweet he mentioned two of the big ones without steve Ditko, there'd be no ted cord which means no beetle and booster anchoring the jli Without Steve Ditko, there'd be no Craven the Hunter, which means no Craven's last hunt. We build our careers on the backs of the Giants. And like Mateus said, and like a lot of the other creators that have been sending out uh, praise to Ditko over the years, so I mean, so many kids have been happy, made happy by just the character of Spider-Man. But so many hundreds of people's careers have been made retelling stories of the characters that were created by Steve Ditko over the years and it's just it's a huge loss of the comics industry he's one of the guys that just kicked ass for a long time and then he had a falling out with stan lee a couple of years after their collaboration on um uh spider-man and strange and apparently it was a feud that lasted like 30 or 40 years before they came to a kind of a peaceful co-agreement but the, it was never really talked about it's there's it's like it's one of the big rumor mill things of comics there were then, you know, it's never really been hashed out exactly what happened between them. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things where uh, in the article on the, the Hollywood Reporter, it was cool because they said uh, one of the guys 
one of the last few people that had been known to uh, frequent his office and hang out with him because he was so reclusive, uh, said that he had asked him about it lately or a couple of years ago, and he said that him and uh, uh, Ditko's response about the feud was that him and Stanley were at peace. So at least the good thing is, like he, you know, he died at ninety, which is a hell of a long life, and apparently spent most of that time creating. There's an untold number of apparently unpublished works in his uh, uh, Manhattan loft where he lived. Um, but you know, at least you know, hopefully he didn't go out angry. Which I mean, that'd be my one hope for him because he is a guy that made so many people happy with the works that he created. Um, in the Hollywood Reporter article, they had a lot of really cool uh, stuff that they brought up. Uh, he was he served in the army post war. Um, just like um, Stanley and a lot of the guys did back in those days, it was born in um, what was it, 1927? I mean, you know, born in a born in a very very different world from the one we live in today. Very different. Yeah, worked on you know some incredible books, helped create some incredible characters uh, up until you know, and his last creation for Marvel was Squirrel Girl in 1992. So he was creating Spider-Man in the 60s, creating Squirrel Girl in 92. Like this is a guy that just kept working. He kept creating, kept making stuff. And um, let's see, because they talked to uh, Scott Derrickson about him um, when they were doing the Doctor Strange movie. And uh, Derrickson said, we didn't approach him. He's like J.D. Salinger. He's private and has intentionally stayed out of the spotlight. And I hope he goes to see the movie wherever he is, because I think we paid homage to his work. Um, Tom Holland, uh, they asked, they talked to him about it on Saturday. And he said, we all want to leave our mark on the world. And this guy crushed it. He made so many people so happy and changed lives. Most of all, mine. Thank you, Steve. Your life lives on, man. Thank you. Um, Marvel uh, Chief Creative Officer Joe Quesada said, only a small group of individuals can claim that they have affected and redefined not just an industry, but popular culture worldwide. Steve Ditko was one of those few who dared to break molds every time his pencil and pen hit a blank sheet of paper. In his lifetime, he blessed us with gorgeous art, fantastical stories, heroic characters, and a mystical persona worthy of some of his greatest creations. And much like his greatest creation, Steve Ditko's legend and influence will outlive us all. And then uh, President Dan Buckley just added, the Marvel family mourns the loss of Steve Ditko. So, I mean, it's one of, the, one of those guys that, you know, he'd be on the Rushmore of comics. He's a giant superstar, but he was the one that a lot of people didn't know his name because he never really sought the spotlight. He kind of was the flip coin of Stan Lee. Um, you know, people have had problems with Stan Lee over the years because they said he claimed more uh, creator own rights to the stuff he worked on and kind of put himself forward as the face of Marvel. And, you know, that's stuff that Stan has talked about regretting over the years that, you know, he kind of put himself in the front. Um, difference being that I, I do still love Stan Lee because he didn't do the Bob Kane thing. Bob Kane never said that Bill Finger worked on anything. He basically decried it and got a contract that said it didn't happen. Stan Lee, as far as I know, never claimed full ownership of all these characters. He just didn't really holler out the artist names while he was hollering out his own name. So he's, he's kind of self-serving, but he didn't ever seem to be as bad about it. So, yeah, I, I can't be mad at Stan Lee, but yeah, it's it's, it's another giant you know loss for the, the comics world. Um, do you guys have anything to say about Steve Ditko? It's a big loss. I mean, like you said, he was kind of a recluse, so a lot of people didn't think too much of it but uh, what i had found out from some folks is like people would send him like handwritten letters or whatnot and he often responded to a lot of them in his later years so mm. while he was kind of off on his own not doing much with the industry at large he was still talking with fans as long as they were seemingly respectful and things like that i don't think that people were sending him stuff for autographs necessarily but it was more like the heartfelt letters of i grew up with your work i love what you've done thank you for so much and People talked about getting letters back from him, which I think is awesome. 
There are so many people that enjoy the fruits of his labor. It's true. Indeed. And yeah, I found the rest of the part of the article was uh, Greg Weech of Beyond Comics TV was a comic book creator who struck up a friendship with Ditko over the last year of his life and would visit him in his Manhattan office. It said uh, he wasn't 90. He seemed like a young, cool artist who happened to have an aged body. He recalls asking Ditko about his relationship with Lee and says the artist looked down at him and told him, we're peaceful. So, I mean, that at this point, you know, a feud lasted decades. I think that's about all we could really hope for is that, you know, they, they came to terms with each other. Um, yeah, it's, just, it's sad to see him go. But like I said, you know, he was creating up until apparently like, you know, possibly the day he died, if not the week he died. So in that spirit, I, you know, it's one of those things where as a creator, I've always tried to, you know, not be held back by, you know, self-doubt and all that other shit that gets into artists' heads. But, you know, it's tough sometimes. But this is another thing to tell you, like, you know, we're not none of us are going to be around forever. Nobody gets out alive. We all only get one lifetime. And so if you can spend some of that time creating, it's a good thing. So my good news of the week is that I got a Kickstarter sitting here prepped, ready to go. And all I got to do is hit the launch button and we got a new sketchbook to go up. And I was thinking about it. And my buddy at work said that this beard is a bit ridiculous, but he thought it'd be cool if I, ch- if I chopped it, like got rid of this and just rock some awesome mutton chops. Yes. So the last chops. year, Last year, the goal was $500, and with a lot of your guys' help and retweets and sharing it around social media, we got to that goal within the first week. So if we do that again, the goal this time is 800 so it's a little higher this year for the sketchbook. But if we meet the goal within one week's time from launch now until next Sunday during our episode, if we hit the goal within the first week, I will shave this live, trim it up, and I will rock mutton chops for a week so that you can see the nice clean version of them the following week. Um, can, can I offer, I'm going to offer a counterpoint to that. How about instead of a mutton chops, how about you just have a soul patch? <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> just mutton chops is better, patch, I think. No mustache, no mutton, no, no face, just, just a soul patch. No, we'll, I'll add to it. We'll do the mutton chops because I can't regrow the mutton chops real quick. We'll do the mutton chops for a week. Then when I shave those off, I'll grow just the soul patch for the rest of the Kickstarter. I'll keep the rest of it shaved. The chin and everything else, I'll grow just the soul patch. Just I'll have just the shaggy. No goatee, <laughs> just the soul no, patch. No goatee, just the soul patch. I'll do it. I'll do it. But that means we got to hit the goal in a week. That's how we know it's evil, Bachman. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, wait. That would know the opposite of uh, This is normal. So like, it would be uh, evil good Bachman. Bachman. Would be, good Bachman. He, yeah. So actually, good Bachman would be I would, I would rock the Triple H mustache, mutton chops up to the top because. I can't make this shit connect very well. Please. So the evil that. one would have a full mustache. We can get your sharpie. I hate, I hate my mustache. But yeah, so we're gonna do that. I got the new Kickstarter. This one is 2016's October was all video game themed. So I did 31 drawings of video game characters. I'm gonna condense those down into a 28 page book with a color cover. I got a mock cover ready. If somebody's crazy enough to spring for the highest level of the Kickstarter. That person get to choose a new cover. They will get the original art for that, and they will get to choose the cover with me. We will. Des- I will design a commission for them that they get to keep, and then that will become the cover for everybody on Kickstarter. So, but other than that, mm, Willie Nelson, then no, because it has to be a video game character. Uh, I've been in a video game. I would like to see it. <laughs> I mean, I put the VR goggles on. I was in a video that game. There you count. go, loophole. That is a loophole. <laughs> And also, yeah, and on that top tier, it does say that I have final, like, 
say so. So I'm not drawing a million lemmings going off a cliff. So there there are limits to it, but I, I am ready to go. So let's see. And uh, we were going to give a Willie a head start, right, Chris? Willie, you get a 30-second head start, so you can be actually first. No, no, I'm first. not even going to play this game anymore. You go ahead. Just do nope. whatever. I'm no. going to hold my hands up nope. for 30 seconds. So we we're going to give you a 30-second head start because you got Hillbilly nope. dial-up. And nope. so I'm not going to. Nope. I'm not going to be first this time. I'm not even going to try to be first this time. So just go right. ahead. No, no, I'm going to wait till tomorrow. You All right, we first. ready? Continue to launch. Ready to launch. Important reminders. Oh, I didn't accept the rules. Accept the rules. Terms of service. Launch project now. I clicked it. What is it doing? Wake up, Kickstarter. Really. Kickstarter's ruining our show. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's technological breakdowns on Sunday. Just like Kim Kardashian. Bachman broke the internet. Apparently. I'm or clicking the Rick button and, and it's not doing Ralph. anything. Because that's the title of the next one, right? Ralph Breaks the Internet? Yeah, because they're stupid and didn't call it Ralph Rex the Internet. I'm clicking the Launch Project Now button and it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, uh, we were going to say hmm. go and check it out, but it seems like Kickstarter just screwed up. Well, us. let me see. I'm going to try searching Kickstarter and see if it's there. I don't know if it launched and just isn't showing the button or if it hasn't launched yet. So let's see. It only has one showing up under your account right now as created. Evidently, Kickstarter does not want the mutton chops is what Steve was just saying. <laughs> it could be. It could be. No uh -huh. chops for you. Well, and I had the problem with the original redoing it because maybe I had to get I got it denied and then got it reapproved through resubmission, but it's supposed to be good to go. Okay, da, da, da. It goes until August fifth at ten a.m. because I wanted to stop during the show. If I just thwack da, my da, ankle, da. maybe it will work. I'm not thwacking my ankle. Thwack your ankle for good luck. No. Congratulations, your project is live. Go, Willie, go! Now's your chance, Willie. 8-Bit Bachman on Kickstarter. Now you know people are already going to be before me anyway. I'm going to put it in the chat room so you can just click that link. It's right here, Willie, and I'm going to... I'll give you a minute. I'll give you a <laughs> oh, minute. a full minute. Come on, Willie. My hands are right here. You can see them. Can you be literally first? You can be literally and ethically and morally first. You know what? I'm always ethically first. <laughs> Are you now? Every goddamn time. <laughs> All right, I'm starting your timer now. I just gave you an extra 15 seconds. Come Fine. on, Willie, do it. Do it. I'll try. I'm trying. Let's see if this works. You guys being douchebag. <laughs> you wanted to be first last time, and you cried about it for a while that you weren't. Because you're a little bitch. <laughs> was I a little bitch? How is he a little bitch? Because you're on hillbilly dial-up. Shut dial up. up. <laughs> that's, that's what I decided. It's a hillbilly dial-up. The atomically correct Willie is going yeah. to be first. The atomically incorrect. Atomically incorrect Willie. I do like how the promo art turned out for it. So and the video is ridiculous. I have one hand to scroll the mouse so I can read right now. I assure you, I am not backing anything yet. <laughs> I assure you. 
Oh, you see, all my information is not logged into this computer for this. Oh, oh that's here what it is excuse. now. Here it comes. Oh, the excuse. I can't do oh, this. Just hit this button. <laughs> Last year, the oh. internet was too slow. Now it's not logged in. <laughs> Last year, I was ethically uh, first. So I wasn't going to try it this time because you guys are you guys. Because you guys are you guys. <laughs> that is us. We is you guys. It is true. But yeah, just so everybody knows, uh, my goal is 800. It's going up for 28 days, so we're going to run it for four weeks. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> uh, crushed you. Oh, all right, well, let me just. All right, let me just. you in the back with the who bell. Did who Steven did got it, it already. Uh, $44 pledged. All right, well, let me just cancel this then. Whoa. <laughs> all he did it was $1. Not no, even it says a real $44 pledge are pledged on there right now. Yeah, because yeah, I just pledged the other one. Oh, did you? Oh, Willie did one. Do- oh, wait, then I might have two backers. Let's see. It's I don't know race. if it'll. I don't well, know if it'll just show back me this back the order of them. No, no, no. You're about to have back the one dollar. You can't see, take. Why back do I problem. even try? I can too. That's just rude. Wait, I'm trying to think where is it? Yahoo. Did I get emails for it. Yes. Oh, and uh, in other news, guess what? You see, you see this. Oh! <laughs> bell buddies are no longer for life. Down with the bell buddies. The bell buddies are no longer. And you know how much I love that goddamn bell. How much did you love that bell, Willie? <laughs> on a scale Wait. of on a scale of one to ten, how much did you love that bell before you? On had a scale to of one away? to ten, I rang that bell with my dick. Wait, 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 wait. So. I launched my Kickstarter, pissed off Willie, got 40 bucks from John Drew, and I got rid of that goddamn bell. What a day! Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I just got my first pledge, amount pledged, $1. Willie, you're not ethically Willie first. Willie was first. I know. We gave Willie you a chance. Actually, yeah. first. So nice try, John Drew. <laughs> I do like that your bell buddy tried to screw you, though. What a Canadian. You can't trust those flip-top heads, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yep, Willie got in there first. The first backer email was for $1. That wasn't me. That wasn't him. Oh, I thought you said you did the dollar. No, no I did Steven. the 40-something. You got it backwards. But you said you did. Oh, so you did the 40-some and John Drew did the dollar? John Drew did the dollar. So he screwed you over with a dollar? Oh, yeah. what a prick. <laughs> Just those, despite Willie, he said in the chat room. flip-top head Canadians. Yeah, you can't trust them. Oh, I had it backwards. I thought Willie did the dollar. Nope. Wow. Those cruel, cruel half-Frenchies. You can't trust them, Willie. <laughs> Willie, are you going to be able to? Are you going to be able to make it through today without feeling too upset? Oh yeah, because I just took back my money. Whoa! Well, not that's cool. not nice at all. Not cool. Oh, now we're talking about niceties. Well, hell yeah, we gave you a head start. That was pretty nice. It's not our fault that Steven didn't give you the full minute and fifteen seconds I was giving you. Yeah, that time kept changing to 30 seconds to a minute. Now it's a minute 15. <laughs> I gave you a 15 seconds extra, I realized, when I looked down at the clock and when I started the timer. That's what it ended we up were, We were trying to be nice. 
I mean, I'm and sorry. we thought Canadians were nice, but apparently but, they're just. But Willie, dick. here's how you can look at it. <laughs> you were the first American to back the project. You know what? Even though I canceled it, I was still the first American to back it. I'm sure it's not any there anymore. But I mean, so there's no proof then. Eh. Where's the proof, Willie? The proof I mean, it's still show, it's still probably still show pledge. Oh, cancel pledge. I see how it is. And it still shows forty some dollars with two oh, yeah, backers. Oh yeah, because yeah, because someone else did it. That's because I did it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you thought I was lying. I lied. That's all right. As long as I got my forty dollars. <laughs> Willie got his forty dollars back, but best of luck on it, guys. We'll be tweeting the crap out of it. I believe I did tweet it on my personal Twitter account right now. Stand by for some stuff from the All Things Good Nerdy account, and we'll probably toss it up on the Facebook page and stuff like that too. We're gonna signal blast the hell out of it. That's the yeah. Point. It's a, a larger goal get... this year, so it's gonna be it's gonna take a little bit longer to get there. So yeah, I'm gonna have to tweet the hell out of it. You know why you ain't getting to the uh, the eighty dollars right now? Because you can blame Canada. <laughs> Where's that song? We can't sing it. It's not fair use. Blame Canada. Nice, Mark. We did it at the same time. I should be yelling two words. It's not singing, right? Oh boy, that is true. You should be we nice. We did it in <laughs> harmony, though. That was nice. You can't yell at your backers. They might take their money back, just like Willie did. <laughs> oh, all the dollar. Oh, John Drew wants to take back his dollar. What is that? Well, I'm sorry. He's going to take Why? back his loony. If John Drew <laughs> takes back his loony, then Willie has to b- put his forty back in. That's that ain't how that works. But Willie yes, won't I- be first. Then I'll be first if John Drew drops out <laughs> his dollar. <laughs> oh, here we go again. It's not a race, guys. I just want your money. It doesn't, it doesn't matter who does it first. Will, Willie's going to be ethically last. So just you tell me, me right before you, uh, right before <laughs> you, uh, the thing ends on the show, I'll hit the button. Okay, so that will be August fifth live during the show. I have it set to go off at ten o'clock my time, so an hour into the show. So literally a month from this minute, the Kickstarter will end. So I'll be ethically last. All right, that works. I'm gonna make another Kickstarter account just to beat him to the final one now. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna wait till the last the last two seconds. I'm gonna send Anthony a check in the mail. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works with Kickstarter. Where's that's, the proof? Where's yeah. the proof? That's not really how Kickstarter works, but it would be damn funny. Shut up, all of you. I'm gonna win. <laughs> all of you. I'm gonna win. Alright. Wait, see. when what? It's live again. Hearts and oh. minds. Kickstarters are so exhausting you guys. There's so many emails. All you did was just press a button. No, I'm thinking about the amount of work I have to do over the next month. Running these damn things is really it's 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 not it it's not as easy as it should be. There, there should be a way to make Kickstarters easier. I think we need to do a GoFundMe for Willie to get a new bell that's not. Oh, really would you look at this? I just got a <laughs> notification from Kickstarter. Want to be the first backer? Anthony, welcome <laughs> to launch a project. <laughs> yeah, they're a little slow. <laughs> they weren't well, expecting uh, us to be I sitting just there. Get it. They weren't expecting us oh. to be sitting there on the buttons. Oh, I got my third backer. It's not Willie, I bet, because he wants to be last. Ethically last. Ethically, Ethically and last. morally last. Well, I'm already morally last in all aspects of my life anyway. <laughs> we know Willie's morally last. That's it is just, true. That's, the chat room did ask if happening. this makes you an Indian giver. I'm not sure if it does or not. 
Well, as racist that is, I technically do have Native American blood in me from both sides of my family. Do you know? Can you say Indian giver anymore? Or do you have to say Native American giver? Okay, that's. That I don't. Sounds, I think just, just saying, sounds worse. I think just saying any of that in general is bad. <laughs> no, isn't it just? It's awful. Everything, just say, <laughs> everything just say, is awful in today's world, guys. We can't say anything. That's what it comes. Just say to. a gift that's giver taker. Just let's just have to say gift that. giver taker. Hmm. I'll allow it. I mean, it's less racist. <laughs> Yeah. Just like those goddamn Redskins doing worse this year. Oh, Jesus. I love the South Park episode about the Washington Redskins, but... I don't remember that one, but... What's another news, Chris? What's another news? Well, I was out of news, but what we could talk about is how the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast is, in fact, part of a network of shows that you can find over at gunnageek.com. We've got 25-plus different shows on the network to cover a variety of topics things like video games things like television shows things like tabletop gaming guys there's all sorts of stuff on the network we can't very well tell you about every show on the network but we can give you a taste of one show and say hey you guys should go check this one out so willie what show are we talking about now this week i'm gonna talk about game life balance us episode 53 Board Game Review Special, MartinCon 2018. Cody and John recap their favorite board games of MartinCon 2018. The annual Memorial Day weekend board game gathering hosted at John just uh, stop that at John's house in Minnesota. This is your one-stop shop for every board game question you have for this year, from advanced strategy board games to casual party games that you shouldn't miss. Board games are fun, everybody. Listen to this episode, because board games are a great way to spend time with friends and family. And enemies. I just added that last bit, too, because you guys should listen to that. Board. Guess what? how I spent my day yesterday. Did you play What the Film, finally? Oh, no, I already did that a couple times, and I still give gold. No one respects it. So you still haven't played What the Film with any actual good film fans? I have... He didn't win, so he just says nobody respected the gold. I was ethically the winner. Sure you were. Oh, here we go again. But no, I played some more. One of my favorite board games I got uh, recently was Blood Rage. That's a fun board game. And uh, I did look up. I did go to a a board game shop yesterday before I went to my friends. Actually, I went to Hannah's, the person we played uh, Overwatch with. And... um, I looked up another game this same company made uh, for Blood Rage. They made another one called Rising Sun because I've seen it been played and looks so much fun. But the because there's both of them use a lot of minis, like little minifigures, like little yeah. And uh, yeah, this one was ninety nine dollars at the store. That's not too unheard of for a board game with minis in it. Oh yeah. Then they were telling me about Gloomhaven. I was like, oh yeah, I've heard of that one. That one's like that MSRP is one hundred and forty dollars, but they did not suspect or the ex- expect the uh, the demand being there. So they're usually n- no new ones you can find, but you can find them on eBay for two hundred dollars probably. Sounds about right. And that's a legacy type game where you pretty much destroy the board as you go, so it's a one time play. But it's like you play over multiple sessions, so it builds up as you go. You can't just play it from the start again okay oh i guess you could because there are because i know you do stickers all over the board and there are like you know temp like uh removable stickers where it sticks and you can re-stick and you know all that they do make those for the game so i guess you could 
What was the fun in that? A little destruction never hurt anyone. Ask Thanos. Thanos was right. Thanos did nothing wrong, Chris. We'll see if that's the case, whether we all get banned tomorrow or not. See, I don't know if I'd say he's right, but I wouldn't say he was wrong. Just like, um, oh God, what was his name in Kingsman? Samuel Jackson's character. Vincent, right? Vincent something? See, we threw Willie Valentine. off. Valentine. It was Valentine, right? You never threw it back to me. We just kind of took it over from you, Willie. I'm, and it's still not back to you, so oh, stop Lordy. fucking talking. <laughs> Chris still can't talk. God damn it, Chris. Because it hasn't back goes. to you, Chris, yet. We're still talking about board games over here. All right, fine. So, you, you know what? I want to make you cry and can make your ankle hurt again. I'm sorry, Chris. Back to you. I was just going to say, board game stuff would be good for what I'm into, which is our bit we do to wrap up the show, where we tell you guys what kind of geeky and nerdy things we've been getting into, so that maybe, just maybe, you'll want to try them out yourselves. So we'll throw it back to Willie. Tell us more about some of these board games you were looking into. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Rising Sun. Oh, my God. A lot of miniatures. I, I still need to paint the rest of my uh, Blood Rage ones, because I did start painting them. I showed you guys that, and I kind of haven't touched it since. <laughs> but I still got everything ready. Just got to to it and you know hunker down and do it and that's part of the fun uh rising sun was 99 dollars, so i did not pick that up yesterday i was like okay Yikes. yeah that is a board it's not a legacy type that is one you can play over and over and over again what i like about that game though is that there is a um every round starts off with a uh, a tea ceremony so everyone gets together and you can actually you actually have both have yin and yang symbols like one half of it and then you're like hey you do you want to you know, team up for this round and you guys put your yin and yang symbol together hmm and then you for the round you're like yeah, and hopefully they'll stick to it and then if they don't you like you look at everyone else like hey don't partner with this person you saw how they did me so and there's like a whole honorable track system so and how if you act honorably or not with uh some cards make you more honorable some make you dishonorable it looks like a whole thing. There's like the creators themselves put out a video of them playing it through like the whole game, and it looks a lot of fun. And that actually, they it looked like they had a lot of fun doing, it, especially getting getting the like the play style of it. Uh, other than that, we also played. Oh no, that's the only one we really played. That I played in. Then they played another one called Spirit Island, because I played that one before, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna sit this one out. And sure enough, my friend Hannah. She was keeping these other two people playing this game for a long time until finally I got up at like 2 a.m. And I can't, we walked over, me and my buddy James, we walked over there because we didn't take part of this. And we looked over there and said, so you guys going to keep playing till like 2.30? And we're like, what? No. What do you mean 2.30? Like, what time is it now? They thought it was still 11. Oh, <laughs> that's a good board game, though. You get lost in it and lose track of time, right? <laughs> I guess so. This board, yeah, this board game is quite intense. It, it always makes you feel like you can lose in the next round. Like it, when I play, like you never felt like you had a grasp. Like, oh, we're all about to win. Whew, it's a rough one to play. Like it always keeps you on the edge of your seat because, like, we're about to get overrun. Oh wait, we didn't get overrun because we did some awesome shit. Luckily, it always seems like luck. <laughs> It seems like luck, but it's not. And then also this week, I went to go see Ant-Man and the Wasp Friday. Uh, got, and of course, during the IMAX that I talked about, uh, I was set 
right up front, not the very front, you know, right where the little balcony kind of goes, start going up for the stadium seating. I sat in the front there just to just take it all in. I find that's probably the best seat in the house. And also I uh, played some Overwatch. Competitive season started. Uh, I was started in gold. That quickly dropped down to silver after lots and lots of losses. <laughs> Very angry. I got down. I started at 2060. I think 2064 is where I started. And then with those losses, god damn, it dropped me all the way down because that's where gold starts is 2000. Come, and silver is from 15. Come join us in bronze. Oh, oh hell no. No, 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 no. <laughs> and I went all the way down to 1695. And then when I played with my friend Hannah and she was going through her placements. We won all of her placements. A l- 10 straight wins. And then we played another one after that. That was 11 with straight wins. With help. Yes, you were in there a little bit. You helped us play with some bronze people, so easy wins. I helped crush like three bronze teams. Man, that, that Hanzo just gave up in the end of one of those. He was just running around, not shooting anybody. He was just <laughs> running around, breaking like uh, barricades. That's all he was doing. Which is awful because, yeah, for competitive play, he shouldn't have been doing that. That was a douchebag move. I mean, it is bronze. (laughs) Yeah, so from 15 to 2,000 is is silver, and then anything below that is bronze. I got down to 1695 after all those losses. And then finally, with all that help, I was raised back up to like 1940-something. So I'm back, almost back into gold where I deserve to be. Deserve, eh? Deserve. I can't help when my teammates are fucking idiots. And I don't <laughs> complain to them at the time. Because I'm always a nice, uh, positive person on there. All the time. Bachman? Who, am I not positive on there? Yeah, you are fairly positive. It's kind of weird. Isn't it? <laughs> and I sing, too. I'm ready for the next character of Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus is the next character, everybody. Uh. Yep. Wrecking Ball. So he that's, just that's sings Wrecking name. Ball the entire time he plays? The, the character is Wrecking oh, Ball. It's gotcha, a hamster gotcha. and a big ball. Sorry, I thought you it's, were talking about the fact you were going to be singing during the game. He's the oh, Richard Gere of Overwatch. I did sing, because that is actually a guilty pleasure song of mine, is Wrecking Ball. I don't know why. It's not it a bad is. song. It's just, I don't, it doesn't seem like a song I'd like, but it is. And that's the only Miley Cyrus song I actually know anyway. <laughs> she has a couple good ones. I've I've never really listened to anything else of her. So, the Party in America song is really well written. Party in the USA. Yeah, uh, but there that already happened like earlier this week. That is true. It was a uh, party time. And then Where, we had to did, deal with Second Monday on when on Chris. Thursday. Do, you, do you have any pets? Yeah, I do. I can't remember. Were they scared? No, they didn't care. He has really? a dog and a cat. Don't you watch his Instagram? It's mostly his dog and his cat. Do I watch his Instagram? How many videos do you put on Instagram, Chris? I think I've got two on there. I mean, I, I just figured you have nothing Instagram. better to do, so you just spend your day watching his Instagram, okay, waiting for asshole. him to post. Willie Instagram stalks me. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Well, thank you, Willie. I appreciate it. I need to grow my Instagram followers some. He wants to know what you're doing at all times, Chris. Well, generally, I'm sleeping or I'm napping or <laughs> I'm watching TV. I'm in a room full of assholes. You're the only one in the room, <laughs> Willie. <laughs> this chat room with you people over there and whoever's up. Oh, I'm well up done, there. Chris. You people, 
You people well done, down Chris. there. I'm thinking you're well down done, here. Sir. Yeah, mean, fuck y'all. Okay. Well done. That's why you're assholes. So I guess Willie's done with what he's into. I'll go next because my stuff's pretty short. Oh no, my internet's going out. I'm out. We can't tell your picture quality is generally this level. It's true. There's almost no change. So what I've been getting into on Tuesday, I think it was, I was able to pick up an NES Classic. However, comma, I haven't actually plugged it in and gotten to play it yet. So I have it. I just haven't played any games on it yet. It's on the list, guys. It was a crazy week. You were so excited to finally get one of those damn things. You just have it sitting in the box. Look, I got to run another HDMI cable and I'm really lazy right now. So right now what I'll probably wow. do is just unplug the, NES, the SNES Classic and plug in the NES Classic and its plugs for now. That's my I was guess. Say, just, yeah, just use a plug that's already there. That's my guess. The other thing I got was Friday coming home from work. I saw there were a bunch of games on sale, so I gave some of my hard-earned money to Electronic Arts. I feel terrible, but I paid 20 bucks to pick up Star Wars Battlefront 2 because I wanted to play the campaign. And goddamn, if the campaign isn't pretty looking and fun when I've played of it so far. So even if I just enjoy the campaign and I'm done with the game at that point in time, it's 20 bucks decently spent for me. I don't know that I really care to jump into the online gameplay there the multiplayer i'd rather play overwatch or fortnite or something like that i think but the single player campaign i'm probably about two or three hours into it i've had a lot of fun it's kind of interesting hearing different people try and play the characters that we've seen on the big screen the voice actor who plays luke's pretty decent same with leia but the guy they had replacing han solo uh he's terrible he doesn't sound like han at all not at all it's really weird he doesn't have the gruff mumble yeah, and Han has a beard in this game, and it's really strange. You know what a uh, single-player game you should be looking forward to? Spider-Man, I'm assuming. You goddamn right. <laughs> well, I'm glad. glad we got to take up our collection. Play. we got to get Chris a PS4. Uh, what else did I get into? Yesterday I had to go run some errands, so I basically went Pokemon Go farming because I found a place that has four Pokestops and two gyms that I can walk back and forth five minutes down the same stretch of road and hit them all. So basically you can just keep going up and down the road for a little bit and farm pokeballs and stuff because today's community day and i need all the pokeballs i could get to go out there and catch myself a squirtle with glasses god damn it Do I you really squirtle with sunglasses. have to i want it god damn it i want it <laughs> that's what it comes down to life should be about getting what you want about what you, i want you, and you what get i your want squirtle, chris you get your squirtle i'm gonna get me that squirtle and it'd just be fun entertainment but that's about all I've been getting into, geeky and nerdy-wise. I'm almost done Season 4 of Brooklyn Nine-Nine now, so I only have one season left and then I'm caught up. But that's about it our, for me. Our ghosts will be happy. Indeed. Uh, Anthony, what have you been getting into? Uh, I've been getting into crushing y'all fools in the Fantasy Movie League because Ant-Man and the Wasp was not worth 800 movie bucks this month, this week, but two screens of The Incredibles was enough to kick everybody's ass. So right now I got like a 15 million point lead on second place, which is Chris with the Cineplex of Doom. Right now Willie tried tried to tried to do the purge in the Ocean's Eight quad screens, and it, it sadly did not work out for him. Ant Man did a little too little bit more than the purge. Yeah, right now I'm looking at 110 million for the weekend, which is moving me up to second place overall. I'm coming for that lead. I'm taking this season. This one's gonna be mine. Yeah, that and three screens of Mr. Rogers. Everybody loves Mr. Rogers. Who doesn't love Mr. Rogers? He's a good guy. I forgot to ask. You got your redraft done last week, right? (laughs) For Fantasy Comedy League? 
Yeah, we got the Fantasy Comic League drafts redone. Um, actually, yeah, I put up tweets for that. For we did the new cards. Got Brian got the new cards done. Yeah. Um. Uh, at blurred words, uh, Kyle broke the non-official ban on Squirrel Girl in the Danger Room by being the first character in the Danger Room to draft Squirrel Girl, and I I didn't throw a fit. I let him draft Squirrel Girl. Why Still not this, happy about that character, but why is this a non-official ban? Because they were trying to ruin the New Warriors by making a Squirrel Girl TV show and sticking her on the New Warriors where she was never a fucking New Warrior. They were taking two characters from the Great Lakes Avengers and making them the leaders of the New Warriors and making it this piss-poor rom-com kind of a joke of a superhero show where the New Warriors are going to be basically the butt of jokes. Like, it looked fucking awful. But the upside is now it looks like that show's been canceled because it was supposed to be on Freeform, and now Freeform didn't pick it up. So I'm sorry for the actors that were involved, but I'm kind of glad that hopefully they're not going to be doing a show ruining one of my favorite fucking teams, who the team originally started with Speedball, created by motherfucking Steve Ditko. That character is not a joke. He is a badass. And I was not looking forward to that show because they were making them fucking the butt of jokes. We talking about Penis? He became Penance later and then went back to being Speedball. In all fairness, he was feeling a little emo because he was part of an event that killed over a hundred children. He had the right to feel a little bad about himself. And You know I, who else killed a hundred children or more? Uh-oh. Thanos. He did nothing oh, that's wrong. True. That's true. <laughs> Yikes. That's, that's a little harder to do. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, other than that, I've been using my movie pass. Uh, before it leaves the big screen, I went and saw, speaking of Thanos, I went and saw the Avengers Infinity War for a third time, uh, which was nice, though sadly one jerk showed up two minutes before the showing started, so I almost had a, a, a private screening of Infinity War. But one damn old dude showed up and sat on the other side of the theater. I but, bet he thought the same thing when he walked in. Like, well, then he should have been there 20 minutes earlier than I was. I was there 20 minutes before the damn movie started and made it well, no, before the movie ago. started or before yeah. the trailer started. No, when the lights first go down, that's when the fucking movie starts. The trailers are part of the movie. If you're not in your, if your ass is not in the seat when the trailers start, you are wrong, sir. You are wrong. I've already seen all of them. Why do I have to see them again? I don't care if you see. I them don't care what you don't care. Well, I don't care that you don't care that I don't care. See? It don't my, matter. My head hurts. And guess what? I'm going to go to theater when I want to because this is America, goddammit, and I get to do what I want to. I'll, I'll piss throw on everything. Popcorn at your head. And then, uh, la- I don't uh, eat popcorn. Night, no, Friday night. Uh, I figured uh, I went and saw Ant Man and the Wasp uh, early on uh, Friday. I always take my day off from work. Um, it was the 50th Marvel film I've seen in a row opening day now. The streak is goddamn huge. The idea that. The idea that me as a little kid, like watching Spider-Man as Amazing Friends, if you'd have told me at that point that I would get to watch 50 movies based on Marvel characters on the big screen, I, I would have thought you were a liar. And like we live in a golden age of cinema, and it's really hard to not take for granted because it's hard to remember back in the days when we didn't have these. But pre-Blade, we didn't have good Marvel films, y'all. And this is amazing. The fact that there's been 50 of them now is just um, insane. How are the duck we have a word with you? Yeah, well, Howard the Duck did... Yeah, shut up. <laughs> I yeah. broke Bachman. Ant-Man and the Wasp was fucking fantastic. Uh, stay tuned, because there's two two stingers on it. Um, but yeah, it's worth seeing on the big screen. It's really good. It's funny. It's full of action. And then um, Friday night, 
after I figured everybody else would be going to see Ant-Man and the Wasp, I went and saw Incredibles 2 finally. Uh, which it wasn't it definitely wasn't an empty screening because as you can see on the fantasy comic league or fantasy movie league, there were a lot of people showings this weekend. Uh, my theater was maybe a quarter full for a 10 10 showing on Friday night. I was a little shocked. There were like eight or nine kids in there. I was like, y'all motherfuckers letting your kids stay up past midnight. Like that's a bit excessive. Except, I mean, some of them were like little kids, like seven year olds. Like, what the fuck? But they were there with family. So it wasn't just like a random seven year old. So I guess it wasn't as bad as it could have been. But yeah, that movie was really fun. I, I enjoyed uh, the screen slaver supervillain. Uh, a lot of the superheroes that they introduced were really cool. And yeah, it was it was awesome seeing you know fourteen years later how they updated the tech, updated the animation, but still like the world was still based in that kind of almost nineteen fifties uh, New York setting that they have in uh, in the Incredibles world. And then yeah, the character designs and stuff were still it was just everything was slightly updated, but not changed enough to where it felt odd. Um, the artwork, yeah, was great. The voice acting was great, and the story was really fun. Yeah, and seeing Mister Incredible basically just deal with babysitting and you know, and having to take care of his own kids for once was just hilarious because they they did a really good job writing that story. So, yeah, it was really fun. That and then yeah, I, I was prepping a Kickstarter for like the past month and a half because I kept screwing stuff up, and then I had a problem with it being rejected by Kickstarter and I had to get it reapproved. And then of course we had technical difficulties today, but goddamn it, it is live now, and so it is live. It is going good. We got a month to hopefully get it funded. The goal is 800. And yeah, it looks like we've got three backers still so far. So we're a tenth of the way to the goal already. With Could have had four. Could have had four, but Willie's a punk ass bitch. Took his oh. money back. So that's all right. There's still 24 of the Super Famicom levels left where you get the original sketch along with the sketchbook. Um, and yeah, this like this, like I said, this time it's going to be a lot quicker turnaround. Because this time, unless somebody gets that very high pledge level, I don't have to make any artwork. So it'll literally be the day it funds. As soon as I get the money, I will have the order sent to the printers. As soon as I get the proof and it looks good, I'll get it printed and I'll be packaging them all up and sending them all out from my house. So it should be less than two months, full turnaround for the entire project. And it looks like no one's taking advantage of it yet. But if you want just the regular book, I actually did a $7 pledge level for early birds, the first 10 people that get it, get it free without shipping costs. So you're just paying for the sketchbook if you grab the first 10 of those. So those are still there right now. Oh, I should mention, I'm also based in the UK, so I'm going to need to ship there. Yeah, if you uh, get on those first 10, fine. Otherwise, you're going to pay for the international shipping, motherfucker. Because, yeah, I, I, I had before I had done it to where I had broken down the stuff between the U.S. and then Canada and Mexico and then the rest of the world. But the shipping costs have gone up so much that literally to make things kind of even out, I just broke it down into domestic American shipping and everywhere else. So if it's going out of the country, I'm sorry, but that shit is expensive as hell now. And I like to send them with the, the registered hard-shelled envelopes. So they cost me a little more because they're kind of heavy. But that way, I know for a fact last time, I did not get one single complaint from anybody that any of the sketchbooks were bent. And so I know for a fact that those heavier envelopes are worth using because last time all of the 40 sketchbooks got sent out and were delivered without any problem. So it costs a little more in the shipping, which is a pain in the ass, but it's worth it to send them in a harder shell so that I know the artwork doesn't get messed up. Because the post office likes to dropkick some shit. They are not nice to packages. Yeah, so I'll, that's what I've been into, and that's what I'll be doing for the next next 28 days is running this damn Kickstarter, trying trying to get up to the $800 goal. 
And all, all retreats and shares are appreciated. And yeah, the more pledges we get today, the first day is the hardest part because that's where all the momentum builds. And if you get enough pledges on the first day, that's when it becomes like a Kickstarter new and noteworthy. So if I can get on there, like we'll nail this shit in a week easy. But we'll see. It'll be a, it'll be a crazy day today. Like I said, if we can get it done in a month, we'll do the mud and chops and then a week of those. And then we'll do the slow patch afterwards. But that means we got to get $800 in a week, y'all. So we got to push this motherfucker. Well, we know Willie's saving his until the end, so... Yep, he's not helping. Not helping us one bit, but oh well. Guys, if you get a chance, go check it out. Links will be in the show notes. Steven made some short links, so go check it out. Go to bit.ly slash ATGN319, and all the links are there for everything we've discussed today. But looking at the time, it is time for us to start wrapping up the show. Friendly reminder, we stream live every Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over on Geeks.Live, the official streaming home of the gonna geek network before we shut this thing down you guys have any final thoughts for us geeks.link slash 8-bit there you go a thwack Thanks, we will go a thwacking <laughs> we will go get my helio a thwacking we will go <laughs> I, I don't know how to counter that other than just start the credits because really we don't there's nothing you can do singing. No more singing, Willie. Until next week, then he'll sing some more. Can't stop me, won't stop. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. 